We're rolling. Here we go, man. What's up, Adam? Oh, man. Off a win, buddy. Off a win. It feels good. It does feel good, huh? Oh, man. Things it, things are back in place. Kind of the, yeah. the universe shifted the stars aligned back to where they're supposed to be, you know? The stein is back things. where it belongs. It is. It is. It, it It's a breath of fresh air, you know? It's a good week. Yeah. We can't. I mean, every week's a good week, you know, but it's just that much sweeter when we come home with the win. My question to you, I always wanted to ask a player this. Have you drank a beer out of the stein? No, I haven't. Whoa, man. You got to. I think that that would be like awesome. You should do that. Yeah, that'd be super cool. But I think, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember for the life of me. Um, but I think you you can't like actually carry liquid in the stein. I think it oh. drains out or something like that. Okay. Yeah. They got to fix that. They got to gotta fix that. That's, that's, I think. I think that first year, I think we, I think we were just kind of messing around. We asked Bobby that we were like, "Hey, have you ever drank out of it?" And I think he might have told us something that, "Hey, actually, it's either you can't open it or like it drains or I don't know something or someone's never huh. actually just done it." Yeah, Some, so someone pretty, needs pretty someone needs that. to try that. Like, someone needs to definitely. try it. Someone needs to try yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's where awesome. it belongs in the trophy exactly. case, back in champion in the champions hall, and that's all that matters, baby exactly exactly uh-huh. well well you know guys we're gonna uh go over that game and then get preview the southern utah game but before that we got some grizz updates buddy we got some some yep. important grizz updates so oh, hit, hit me soccer they are representing man uh two wins yeah. they had to get those two wins against yeah. weber state and idaho state both two one uh-huh. wins uh now they're just playing the waiting game seeing to see who if if Idaho State can beat Northern Colorado if that happens fingers crossed eh fingers crossed toes crossed they'll get a they'll get the full championship if mm-hmm. they tie if Idaho State and Northern Colorado tie they get a share of it so mm-hmm. um, that Either game way, is things tomorrow. are looking up things are looking up what time yep. do you know what time tomorrow you know, off the life of me, I don't. I'll check here right now. I do know that they're guaranteed the second seed. Um, so mm-hmm. that's good just because they will get a buy into that, first week? Um, that semifinal oh, match. Oh, that first game. On, yeah. Yeah. They'll play the semifinal match on Friday, November 5th. Yeah. So. Yeah. Things are looking up, man. Things are looking up yeah. one season. And I feel like that's just the story of them. You know they they've had they always have some really good wins. They have some tough losses that come down really kind of just to the wire, and they always yep. find a way to make it back into the run. You know, regardless yep. of the situations or the circumstances, they always find a way, man. So shout out to you guys, man. Good luck to you guys. We're rooting for you guys, and we hope you get a share of that title. We hope you run the tournament, and then uh, we'll kind of go see where we go from there. Exactly. They play Idaho State plays Northern Colorado at twelve tomorrow. You can view it, uh, view it on ESPN Plus, um, mm. and so um, yeah, definitely cheer on. Uh, I, I I don't think I've ever uh, said I've cheered for Idaho State, but I guess now I I'm cheering <laughs> that for Idaho this State. Week, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So things change, um, man. Things change. Exactly. Well, and also uh, Camilla, the their goalkeeper, has moved into I think like the most shutouts in a season. I think she's had 11 uh, for school history. So give a shout That's out crazy. to her breaking, yeah. breaking records. As and a freshman. she's a freshman. Freshy, freshy, freshman. Mm-hmm. Fresh so. off the boat, man. Goodness gracious. That's right. Yeah. That's promising. I mean, congratulations man. to her, man. I mean, what a player. 
Yeah. Yeah. And how so. instinctual is, is soccer just in general, you know? You know, oh. you have to have that type of twitch in order to be, you know, a pretty decent player. And you're yeah. not playing against no scrubs. You're playing against some serious no. competition at a high-level program, you know? Yeah. And so do they have – um? this may be a dumb question, but do they have, like, um, like you know how there's, like, D1, D1AA, like those types of – or are they all just one collective league? Um, You know – I think I think they have like, because they they were playing last year when they played um, in the NCAA tournament. They were playing D D one teams like North yeah. Carolina and the big programs. Yeah. So I know there are you know D two D three soccer programs mm-hmm. and championships. Um, so I mm-hmm. do think the Big Sky is a part of the D one. Oh, you know, so it's just like one collective. Because I know for basketball, yeah. it's like one collective. Like, yeah, Division one. You know, yeah. as opposed to like, you know, obviously the football team, which is D one double A, which yeah. is obviously different than, you know, D one. Yeah. You know, I like think I think soccer teams, I think soccer is the same thing. Yeah. 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 I think well, I think I, I I only think more the, impressive. Yeah, I only think that hockey's that way. Mm-hmm. Hockey is way are a little bit differently that that way. And also, like you said, with um with football football is different that way too so have you ever played hockey i have ice skated i have i and i have taken a couple <laughs> shots <laughs> um i have not gotten hit <laughs> uh-huh. um uh-huh. but i have i have played a little bit when mm-hmm. i was a kid it is what's that what's that hard. one hockey movie that everybody loves <laughs> triple deck or triple yeah triple something no i forgot what it's called but it's uh it's oh. a it's like one of the most popular, like, inspirational movies ever. Hmm. It's like for the Olympic team. Oh, Miracle! The Miracle, yeah, 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 Never dude. That, 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 that show is good. That show. Never good. seen that movie, brother. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, I, man. I, I was telling my friend about it like the other the other week, and they're like, "You've never seen it." I was just like, "No," and they were like, "It trumps every other like inspirational sports movie." And I was like, oh, "There's yeah, no yeah. way it beats Remember the Titans." And somebody no, was it like, doesn't. Yep, it doesn't beat Remember the Titans. No, dude, I don't know. Yeah. The, I mean, I had I had three people in the same room tell me that Miracle. I, I think that's the name of the movie. That yeah, Miracle, Miracle is yeah. is that movie. Well, the the, the okay. So <laughs> this is not grizzly, but there it, it is totally different in the fact that it is an Olympic movie. So it's like your pride for your country. And so, um, and just with the, the uh, history behind it of the um, Russian team that was just so juggernaut. And then after mm-hmm. that Olympics, you know, we went to pro teams. Mm-hmm. And what was happening during that time with history with Russia and yeah, it, it really it cold war, they, huh? Yeah, they, they really did a really good job of, of just culminating that. And you yeah. know, Herb Brooks is one of my favorite coaches. Not not like mm-hmm. top five, but he's in the top ten of mine. I, I used to I grew up in Minnesota as well, so um, he's huge mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah, he just it was it's a great movie. But I don't know. I yeah. I would put it up there with Remember the Titans. But man, oh, I love me some Remember the Titans. So man, we'll do a little poll, man. We'll leave it up to you guys. What do you guys think? Remember the Titans, a miracle. It's up to you guys to decide. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge Rocky fan. So, but that that's Rocky's not really up there too. Oh, but you man. think Rocky trumps them all? 
You know, you know, I, I don't think so. Cause there's some, there's some crappy Rocky movies. Like I, I'm a huge mm-hmm. Rocky fan, but there's mm-hmm. some Rocky movies in there that were like, Oh yeah, I'm going to skip that one. Um, I look at it as skip the Rocky movie. I think they're all, I haven't good. either, but if I, if, if I'm like showing my wife, the Rocky films, she and she says, it? which she has, I, oh, I forced okay. her to, <laughs> I have to watch her stuff. She's going to watch mine. <laughs> okay. So, that's the real question. What does she make you watch? Oh, dude. Um, Pride and Prejudice. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've seen that. Is it solid? Uh, <laughs> she like, comes in here. <laughs> I watch his Hallmark. Uh, <laughs> I like how she was just listening. I, I know, right? I, I heard the turn of the no, the, the knob handle. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, she's going to bust me. <laughs> oh, yeah, just wait till the, the, the stream ends, man. You're in trouble. Oh, I know, I know. How oh. could you say that, Adam? How could you say that's not a good movie? Uh Anyways, anyways, back back to Grizz update, man. Back to yeah, we went from Grizz soccer to Pride and Prejudice. I don't know how that happened. I don't know, man. Oh, volleyball, man. Uh, We got a win. We're Southern Utah sweep, um, and then we we lost to Northern Arizona by a sweep too. So, um, Mm -hmm. that that's a hard that's a hard road trip. Southern Utah and then Mm -hmm. to Northern Arizona and back. So. Yeah, that elevation change is too much oh. for me to handle. Yeah, I remember yeah. the first that was. It, I, I didn't really like not enjoy playing at many places, but I didn't like playing there. I did not play yeah. there. I mean, just th- going through the warm up. I remember when I first played there, I was like, "Something's wrong with me." I thought it was like my conditioning was down or something because I was in warm ups. Felt like I had been through a full game and a half already. You know, I was oh, wow. I was just that kind of winded, and so. Yeah, man, it, that is an incredible place to to play at. It's such yeah. a tough place, not because of the environment by any means, but just because of like the elemental features that come with it, you know. Yeah. And so, and then also too, you somebody was telling me because when I used to work at uh, VW VW Ice, shout out to VW Ice, um, I used to um, work with with a uh, with a gentleman that actually qualified for the Olympic trials. Um, oh, his wow. name was Mark. He was an amazing runner. I mean, people might recognize his name. I mean, uh, he killed it, absolutely killed it over here. But he wasn't really, you know, all that notable until after he finished, uh, like, his collegiate kind of stint during cross country. And I would talk to him every day, and we'd just talk about, you know, health and sports and fitness and that type of stuff. And every day after work, after, like, a 10, 12-hour shift, because in the summertime, you know, it's pretty extensive hours on certain days. And he would go and he'd run like five, six miles. And apparently when he was in high school, uh, him and his friend went on this kind of like, okay, every single day after work or after practice, we're going to run an extra couple of miles, you know? So for like, like 10 years after work, you know, after, cause it's, it's pretty, it's long days, you know, he yeah. goes out and he go, goes to train and he qualified for Olympic trials. Um, he didn't qualify for the Olympics, but the fact that he qualified for Olympic trials was absolutely incredible. And he was telling me that in Northern Arizona, some of the most renowned runners in the world, yep. not just the yep. country, in the world, they'll go to, yeah. they'll go to Flagstaff just to train because of the elevation difference. Because if you can, if you can run, you know, a couple miles up there and feel relatively okay, then you could damn near run anywhere in the world and feel, feel pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's why the yeah. cross country and the track teams are so amazing. <laughs> Yeah. So 
Yeah, every year, man, every year. <laughs> so, yeah. also, you know, with volleyball, they play uh, the Cats this Tuesday, uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. as we're taping on a Monday. So, Tuesday, go support them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, good luck to y'all. Shout out, baby. Get her done. Get her done against those Cats. Tennis, yep. they have the Bulldog Invitational this Friday mm-hmm. and Sunday. Uh, so, wish them mm-hmm. some luck there. Yeah, um, I was on the website. I was just on like the Grizz website, and it, and it yeah. said that there's for for the men's it's the Bulldog Invitational on October okay. 29th, and for the women's it's the Gonzaga Invitational November 5th. Really? Am I wrong in saying that? That's what the website said. Maybe I'm tripping, man. Huh. But that's that's what I saw on the actual website. Why so would I remember the last could... podcast? I was just like, oh, it's probably the same Invitational the same day. Yeah. Well, and I thought yeah. we checked it, but um, did. Oh, that would that would be weird. So the tennis, yeah, their schedule. Either way, but, I think they're both going to be playing those invitationals at Gonzaga. Yeah. So either way, go support them. I do believe that they're going to be on separate days, October 29th and in, in November fifth. I mean, and I may be wrong in saying that. If you guys know anything different, let me know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So the the yeah, women's no, is the, Gon- the, the Gonzaga Invitational November fifth. Yeah, wow, that that's uh-huh. so weird. Why would they call it two different things? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It threw me off. Huh. I think it's, it's the same tournament, just just men's and women's. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, we've mentioned this before too, but give a yep. shout out to the basketball teams. Uh, the mm-hmm. men's and women's maroon and silver scrimmage uh, yep. is this Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. The women go at five. The men go at six thirty. So go support them. Got some basketball, man. If I if I was in Missoula right now, I'd be going to that. Um, yeah, that's so. gonna be a fun one. That's gonna be it a fun is. one. Yeah, uh, it, it, it just makes it so much better when everybody shows up too. Exactly. I mean, I'm thinking exactly. I'm thinking certain games where you know attendance is a little bit lower, and just how mm-hmm. you know a couple thousand people being packed into that stadium just changes the whole environment, changes the whole atmosphere, the energy changes, the players feel it too. They feed off yeah. the crowd. So make sure you guys get out there. Go show some love. Go show some support. Exactly. And especially with just with, you know, the year that they had last year, both teams, mm-hmm. and then just with the new program change with the women, like just get them mm-hmm. off on the right start. So, mm-hmm. And I'm excited, man. I'm really curious to see how they kind of handle that change, um, a new year, a kind of refreshed mindset. So, uh, yeah. yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, Cross Country has got their Big Sky Championships this Friday. So yep. we wish them in Hillsboro, Oregon. So hey, yeah, yeah, come out with some medals, man. What can I exactly. say? Exactly. And then my last up. one that I had, man, is a shout out to Grizz Lacrosse, man. They they represented right. this weekend, man. They're they're yeah. five and five and one, beating the likes of Boise State, Gonzaga, Washington State, and the Cats. Crazy, crazy. And their only loss was uh, to Boise State once. Um, they're, they're, I think their white team beat us, but then we beat their blue team. I guess they had two teams. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't see anything on the website. They're not. They're not like they're kind of like a like a player ran or like a private ran kind of organization. Or are they they connected with the university? Well, they are. The, the their Twitter it says University of Montana Grizz Lacrosse. They are D two. Um, okay maybe that's okay. that's what the confusion might come into play for me but i don't know why they don't have a section under that i think they need to update their um yeah 
their sports section because they don't even have a section. They need to get, they need to have their section too. Oh yeah, they do. Um, they deserve it, man, for sure. For yeah. sure. So they Especially even have the you know, women. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I've heard pretty good things about the program this past couple of years. Yeah. Well, and they, yeah. I think they were D two champions in twenty seventeen. Yeah, which is not too long ago, which is pretty damn incredible yeah. if you're a national championship, man. So yeah. yeah, shout out to you guys. Keep it up. Keep it rolling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, man, that's that's all I got for you. Got anything for updates? No, man, no, man. I I, I take down all the notes just in case you ever miss something. But you're pretty sure <laughs> I'll find them all, so I'm all good. I don't gotta say much. All I gotta nice. say is good luck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give my two cents, man. <laughs> so we had some football, man. Uh, yeah, we did. What did you think, yeah, dude? Did. You know what? I think uh, I think you were absolutely right last week when they said, "Hey, you know what? I think I think those boys." need to leave the city for a little bit yeah you know yeah. i think going on a road trip i think they drove all the way over there um oh wow if i'm not if i'm not mistaken i'm i, yeah. I don't know for 100 but if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure that they drove over there um and they had a dominant performance man i think it was really good to see and i mean you saw the confidence level at the end of the game how everybody was super excited and it's just like you had mentioned you know i think they just need to get away you know stick to the game plan uh, and nothing sweeter than winning on somebody else's uh turf Exactly. Well, and mm-hmm. you know, when I was watching it, you know, uh, it was pretty chippy. And so it kind of went, <laughs> made me go back to what you were saying about some of the things they would do. And yeah. man, it, it got some chippy there in the first. It did get chippy. Man. I'm telling yeah. you, dude, I don't know what it is about those guys. <laughs> I mean, I remember when we played them, what, was it 2018, 2018, I think we went over there to the Kibbe Dome. By the way, I think the Kibbe Dome is like one of like 12 places or something like that that only have a dome as part really? of like the whole football field. Yeah. I think Sean had tweeted something huh. about it. Shout out Sean Rainey. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, th- I thought it was super interesting or like 13 or 14. And Sean was like, yeah, and I've been to 12 of them. I haven't been to like two of oh, them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which wow. is pretty crazy to think about. I thought there was a lot more domes, but apparently there isn't. Huh? Well, um, they're, they're getting a new one, aren't they? They're the QB domes going. I don't I, I think no in a idea. couple I think here in the next year or two that they're supposed to get a new dome. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a dome again. <laughs> yeah. So, but I remember when we played them in 2018. I mean, they started off warmups with Oklahoma's. I don't know if it was like an intimidating like they were trying to intimidate us or what or try to juice their team up. But I mean, I remember looking over. I was like, "You guys are something else, man. You guys are starting off the warmups." with some Oklahomans. And, and, and I mean, there's controversies around that drill in general, you know, not being the yeah. safest, those types of things, you know, kind of, you know, back and forth. But I've never been part of a program that's like, all right, we're going to warm up. Everybody, let's get ready for Oklahomas. You know, like, um, <laughs> I've never heard of anything like that, man. So, I mean, and that's just how they play. I mean, granted, they're an aggressive team when they, when they want to be out there and play, but I just don't think for the right reasons. You know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, and I, just I, I think sometimes I think sometimes it plays into being a little bit undisciplined, and we saw a little bit of that this game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and just mm-hmm. just some of their like play calls, like that. I just didn't think that Idaho really got. They have some talent on that team, and I right. don't really think they got the talent out of what they what what they should have done. Like, mm-hmm. man, that that uh, running back, the five nine two fifty. Um, holy criminy it took him a while to get going but when he got going he would get five yards at a pop and i know you can't probably run him a lot but man alive um yeah so yeah 
I mean, it's hard, man. I mean, being a big back like that, I mean, that's that's uh, that's heavier than, you know, some linebackers that we got. Yeah. You know, exactly. I think the average kind of linebacker weight ranges from like 225. And I think I've seen some people like a little bit more rare. I mean, we're not talking about a throwback linebacker when they were all 250, 260, you know, coming yeah. down the gap, just dunking you in the face, you know. You yeah. know, so it, it's a little bit of a different type of um, linebacker these days than previously, man. But, I mean, being 225 and having a two, I mean, it, it's like me. Like, if I ran, you know, down a gap at 315 pounds, it's going to be kind of hard to, you know, kind of <laughs> knock me over. You know? Yeah. Just because of the simple weight factor. And so, obviously, I mean, like you said, it took him a little bit, a little while to get going. But when we did get going, and did, did have some plays. You know, oh, he, yeah. was, he, was, he, was, he was taking some guys a couple of yards. Yeah. And what I saw differently was the tackling was a whole lot better. And mm-hmm. we really flew to the ball this game. You know, other than that mm-hmm. first series where it was kind of chippy and they got some big penalties on us um, mm-hmm. that kind of extended those drives that they mm-hmm. finally got a touchdown out of, out of, you know, they didn't score till what, the fourth quarter? Yeah, yeah. I think that and at and that point we had our two last, in, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was the last couple minutes of the game. So, yeah. um another gr- dominating Grizz defense performance again. Yeah. You know what and I think that's what I had said last game. Just go like dumb it back down. Kind of refresh, yeah. restart, you know. It's it's a game of fundamentals. It's a game yeah. of doing the little things right. And tackling is obviously the most important part and I think those guys did a great job bouncing back from last week you know, being able to come out and, and win, you know, hustle to the yep. ball is half the battle. I mean, I've, I've been a part of games where, you know, a guy just hustling from one side of the field to the other side of the field, you know, is the game saving touchdown. You know, I've been yep. part of plenty of those games. And so seeing that was, was super nice to see, man. And you saw the juice, you saw the competitiveness, you saw that kind of fire that we've been missing this past couple of weeks. You know, and I think uh, it really showed out in their game, and that's why we were able to come out with a 34-14 win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, the Patrasac o- O'Connell. You know. Going crazy, man. Going crazy. Leading the league right now. He had two sacks exactly. this past weekend. Leading the league. Uh, what is he at right now? Is he, is he at 10 and a half sacks for the, for the year? I think he's at, I want to say nine and a half, because I think he came nine in and at half. seven and a half, didn't he? And he had two. Okay. I could have sworn it was eight so. and a half, but I might be wrong. But still, man, I mean, crazy. That guy's. I don't think. I don't think that plays, name's gonna catch sacks. on. But hey, <laughs> yeah, a lot of these sacks, man, are coming from you know he's on the opposite end. You know he's coming from the back oh, yeah. side, sprinting his way all the way. So they're hustle plays, man. And yeah. so he's a hustler. Yeah. yeah, and he's extremely strong too, man. Oh my gosh, that guy's a tank for sure. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to Patty, man. Good job, brother. Good job. Exactly. Congratulations to you. Exactly. Keep it up, man. There's still plenty of football to be played. I just pray that you continue to stay healthy and continue to dominate. Yep. And I think his shoulder yep. was feeling a little bit. And I do think that he was a little bit kind of banged up from banged up, yeah, or from yep. from Eastern Washington. And so, I mean, yeah. that might have created some type of you know restriction. I mean, yeah. I know being injured. I mean, it takes a little bit away from you. So I think this week he was, he looked like he was a little bit more himself. Exactly, exactly. And we yeah. finally took some deep shots too. That that made me happy just because. Man, you, we got to see Chris throw the ball down the field, which we knew he could. Some big-time throws. Sammy mm-hmm. got some throws. Mitch had a, mm-hmm. holy cow, had a game. What a day. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
Man, so this that was, was this nice. is what I, this whole kind of like game plan that they came out with this week was something that I was hoping for last week. Remember? Exactly. I mean, I exactly. It had felt like hey, yep. the long game was being a little bit restricted, which forced them rely, which forced them to rely a little bit more on the run game. And yep. I think you know, being able to disguise what the hell you're going to do, whether you're going to be a long ball, you know, the RPO, a short game, you know, play action yep. pass or run game. I mean, you kind of really saw that defense on the on their on their toes. You know, yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. Didn't know what, what play was going to be ran next. And so yep. seeing that they had such a successful day running, I think was in part was because they had that long game and they could capitalize yeah. on that. And Sam and he came and he came down with those balls. And it, it seemed like Chris kind of was a little bit more comfortable that back uh, back there too, you know, which exactly. gave him the ability to, to make those, those deep balls, you know, gave him yep. the ability for Mitch to come up with those big plays. And, and Mitch had a hell of a game. I remember oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I said it maybe two weeks ago. I want to see him get a little bit more involved. He's been a little bit quiet, you know, than yeah. what I'm accustomed to when it comes to the when it comes to the deep game. And I think Sammy kind of came out and showed out. And I think it was kind of a breath of fresh air for him too, you know, being yeah. able to come out and play like that and kind of bounce back a little bit. I mean, I'm sure it felt good, man. I mean, all the way around, man, all the way around. I think uh, I think those guys did an awesome job. I think the line did a good a good job. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before. We pray that uh, yeah. AJ's okay. It did seem yes. like it was that yes. same kind of knee injury that he sustained. Um, what was it, Portland State? Uh, I believe Portland State, yep. yep. Yeah, and so uh, I, I I do think that hopefully, you know, it's nothing too major, nothing too serious. I think it will require some rehab, those types of things. Yeah. Um, but I'm still glad that they were able to bring Moses in, you know, Skyler and Cordell in a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of get that yep. rotation kind of going. And those guys, it, it didn't seem like it dropped off at all. You know, it yeah. like they were pretty consistent throughout the game. I mean, Junior Bergen had a day himself, you know, running yeah. for two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was pretty awesome. He went 18 for 72. And so Chris had another good day, too. But I think the difference between this week and last week is that that long game, man. I mean, last week he yeah. was in the hundreds. Now he's in the 250s, you know, for exactly. this week, you know, which was yeah, awesome well, to see. Injury wise, you know, you, you mentioned AJ, you know, Moses went out for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Junior Bergen went out. Flowers did too for a little bit. So you know, three of the four guys that got hurt, you know, they came back. Um, mm-hmm. So we pray that they uh, don't have any lingering effects. But man, like you said, they had the you know the jet sweep with um, Flowers coming around to open it up. Uh-huh. Um, and they use that quite a bit. So I, I'm really excited. You know, Levi uh, Janicaro had some good uh, runs too. Unfortunately, yeah, he had he that did. one. He had that one called back. If he didn't have that, that there was two touchdowns that were called back. One offense mm-hmm. and then one one defense, that defensive interception. How how awesome would that have been if they it was forty eight to fourteen? I mean, it, I mean, at that point, a win's a win, you know. Exactly, cool, exactly. Right? See, but I mean, I mean, it just adds to it a little bit, especially because it's a rivalry game. You know, I yeah. think. I think I was reading somewhere. Um, I think Frank, you know, he just posted an article maybe a couple hours ago, and he was saying that in the rivalry all time since like 1903, we're 30 and 55 and two, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. been in their favor for, oh, yeah. you know, since we kind of started playing. So, I mean, in the last, last since they joined the league, they kind of dropped down from the from the FBS level and yeah. they re kind of joined the big sky. We've outscored them 122 to 58, you know? Oh, it just goes to show one, uh, how dominating this kind of rivalry has been since they've returned. And yeah. um, man, I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of ready to kind of switch that, 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 that little, 
you know, statistic around 30 and 55. I mean, it's so it's 15, 15 seasons away, you know, until yeah. we really well, break the fold. And, and, and if you look at like, you know, we've been playing this game, that, that rivalry since like what, 1903. And yeah, for, you know, for the first like 20, 30, 40 years of that, of that, that rivalry, they had it, you know, mm-hmm. they had that, mm-hmm. that, that rivalry. Yeah, they were super dominating much. program for sure. Yeah. 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 And ever since probably the nineties, we've kind of switched that up. Um, mm-hmm. so. Which leads me to believe, man, I wonder, I wonder what happened. I don't know if it was a transition up to the FBS level where, you know, it just wasn't going out as planned. Cause like I said, it wasn't, but they were a pretty dominating team, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. And so I'm just kind of wondering yeah. where that fold kind of changes, what happened to the program itself, you know? Yeah, well, you probably had you know some coaches leave, some athletic directors leave, and just the shift of of the of the program, which yeah. you know they're they're probably going to be losing their coach here probably next year. If if, yeah, you if never I'm know, a betting man. man, you never know. But yeah. football uh, is a tough is a tough sport to be a part of all the way around, man. A coach yeah. can be the one day and gone the next. You know. Yeah. Yeah, what did exactly. you think about the whole I'll, ending of that game? The ending of what? that game. So Petrino called for the uh, onside kick. Oh yeah, they got I, I it. They got yeah. it, and then and they got the game, stopped. They should have punted it. Yeah, yeah. And then they we we go it. down to their five yard line and basically threaten to score, and we don't. And did you see Hauk and Petrino like shake hands? No, I didn't see it. it was, I think I was, was away awesome. from the TV. Really? Oh, man. Like, Hauk, Hauk was like this, and Petrina, like, gave him, like, a slap and, like, ran off. I was like, ooh, uh-huh. ooh, oh, he was in there. that he was a little pissed off. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like, dude, you asked for that. Like, if you're going to go on an onside and you're going to keep on coming and coming and coming, like, Bobby's going to get pissed off and say, okay, you really want some more? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, he's he's not one, you know, he's not one to be to take that type of stuff, you know. If no. you're gonna come and try to disrespect us, I mean, all respects out the window. I was like, you want to keep playing? Let's keep playing. We'll show you what exactly. we're about, you know. And that, yep. like you said, I mean, that that game could have easily been 48-14, you know. Oh yeah. And yep. pro- probably, I'm sure at the end of the game, not to say that they were less aggressive, you know, but they were like, okay, well, we have this game in the bag. Let's just, you know, figure out a way to kind of stay healthy. Obviously, the mentality chips. You know, once you're up like that and just making sure, okay, we got to be okay. And so, yeah, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I did want to ask you a question, though. What did you think about that uh, Alex Gubner, the Gubby play? When he he got ejected. That was a load of crap. I thought it was bullshit, bro. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If that doesn't get recalled, like, uh, there's no way. It wasn't even even slow-mo. He was going down in his helmet hit his chest yeah exactly like it didn't exactly. even hit his helmet. well no his helmet it wasn't even his helmet wasn't even part of the play no i mean he he literally still had the ball in his hand as gubby was initiating contact yeah. you know no and so yeah, i'm gonna it, leave it up to grizz nation man what did you guys think of that play i want to hear some feedback i have a couple yeah. things that i want feedback on and that's definitely one thing i like i mean i'm trying I'm, I'm trying not to cuss as much but uh, that was a bullshit play <laughs> That, that was, was a bullshit for sure. <laughs> we <laughs> should we should get a video of that and then put like a poll on it and have Grizz Nation. Well, we'll, cool. we'll get you guys lined out. We'll get some rolling yeah. for you guys. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what, Justin Ford, baby, oh, dude, record five books, five, man. 
Record books. Man. Leak him. Oh. No, if I, I, I was, want him. If I was, oh, my goodness. I mean, the type of stir that he's producing right now, you know, just in the Big Sky Conference and in the game yeah. of football in general, man, if I, I was a local business, I would for sure reach out to him and try to get established on some type of NIO, you know, contract. Ex- exactly. Exactly. He's in the record books. He's a conversation, a topic every single week, man. Yep. The dude, the dude's yep. dominating, bro. The dude's dominating. Exactly. And, and he ha- and it looks like he has no plans of slowing down, man. The passion that the no. guy brings to the table is absolutely incredible. You know who I'm also really proud of too? Uh, Omar. He had a pick. He yep. had a pick too, baby. Yep. He went out and played, well, man. I mean, just a stellar day from the defense, dude. Oh my god. Well, and he 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 had you know some struggles. Not. Not like, and I wouldn't say they were struggles, but he he hasn't been like Justin Ford, where he's you know blown up. But he has been that epitome of a consistent cornerback for us, where you know we're not getting beat. Um, and mm-hmm. so it was really good to see him get something to kind of reward for him efforts. for hit for his efforts and yeah. hard work. Um, yeah. And so, man, yeah, yeah, that, man, I, I think. Uh, I think, man, I think just thinking about him, and I think he he sets the tone for sure. You know, I yeah. think Justin Ford comes with, with, you know, with the emphasis of passion, but I think he definitely sets the tone for all those guys, you know, first yeah. string, second string, third string, anybody that follows him. And I really do think he's a leader. And I think, I think being a leader is the most important part. If someone, you know, kind of looks up to you in that regard, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most, you know, I don't even know how to say it, man, but it's one of the greatest feelings ever. You know, yeah. knowing that a group of guys respect you, they appreciate you, and they they look up up to you, and they look for you. You know, in those types of situations, I think uh, I think that's a special player, man. I just uh, you know, I hope he get. I really hope he gets an opportunity to play at the next level. But those are if those are his intentions, those are his aspirations. Exactly. I think he'd be a exactly. great a great player to have on anybody's team. Well, and just one one thing that I kind of Gavin Robertson's. I, I hope he gets kind of back to welcome um, back he- healthy. I know, right? Like Goodness he Christ. he he just changes. Nothing against those other guys, but just his presence and his just veracity of an athletic ability back there, um, mm-hmm. and just with Justin Ford and and those mm-hmm. linebackers, it changes the defense. Mm-hmm. It really does. So, man, that's the old head right there, man. That's the old head. You know, yeah, definitely, man. A shout out to him, brother. Exactly. You know, being able to come back, get his first start. I know he had like that stomach virus or the stomach issue that was kind of rolling around, and he lost yep. so much weight because of it, dude. Yeah. I think he was yep. really in a tough place because of that, man. And so, um, I'm glad to see him back out there. Glad I'm seeing yep. him playing and have a really good, you know, kind of coming back. I mean, he played really well, and he looked yeah. he looked pretty good too. I'm sure he's yeah. still dealing with some like weight loss issues because of when he was sick. You know, but yeah. I, I I really think he's gonna have a stellar rest of the year. You know, how because we're on that and, second and half. Is already. it is it easy to you know he's not gonna get, gain all the weight back? Is it possible for him to to gain some of that back, or is it pretty 100%, much hundred percent? Okay, because I'm like I don't know I, how I, much I don't know how much work. One of the biggest consistent issues that I've seen with players is that coming into fall camp, you know, they all weigh pretty decent. You know, even yeah. the guys that struggle with weight, they'll be sitting at the 280 mark, 285, you know, some of the younger guys. But at the end of fall camp, 15, 20 pounds, just because of the type of conditioning work, the type of, you know, the tempo that we said, you're out there in the, the, the heat all day, you can't get enough to eat. 
you know i mean you you wake up in the morning and that i mean they're all eating all day long but some of those guys really really struggle with it their metabolism just too fast and they're burning too many calories so yeah it's a tough thing a lot of guys really really struggle with it and so um i do think there's obviously the opportunity we still have you know a couple weeks left in the season obviously he's in rehab i'm sure every single day um i'm sure he's taking it he's at a place where he could probably eat more which is a good thing um yeah yeah man i think he'll be okay I think it'll be okay. Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, being a little bit lighter might play to, you know, his elusiveness and just being able to have that a little bit more of a twitch, you know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, our next game, our next opponent is against the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. This is the final matchup uh, being a big sky uh, foe against us. So, um, but yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll, they'll probably schedule stuff since they'll be in the whack. Most definitely, man. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know. How do you feel about this week? So it'll be interesting to kind of see what they have for us coming into this game. Um, they have won one game coming up mm-hmm. to this point, going just into their schedule, uh, 45-14 loss to San Jose State, uh, 41-14 loss against Arizona State. Their only win is against Tarleton State, 40-35. to uh, they went to Eastern Washington and lost 50 to 21. Uh, Portland State, they lost by a touchdown 20 to 13 against Portland State. They lost to Sac State 41 to 20. Um, they got shellacked sh- by NAU 59 to 35. And then this past week, they lost 17 to 9 against Northern Colorado. So, you know, they've got one, one win coming in. Um, to this game against Tarleton State, um, they've had some troubles. You know, they're they're scoring 20 points a game. You know, their average run is 103 yards rushing, passing 241 yards. Um, their down percentage is about 41 percent. They do have 12 sacks on the season. Um, so, you know, that I think they've had a hard season coming off. I think their quarterback, you know. From the spring season, he had some kind of accolades coming into this year, being, you know, um, on the Heroes uh, sophomore All-America team and being Big Sky honorable mention um, and having in the spring season, you know, over 1,700 yards. This year, you know, he's over that 1,700 yards, but he has just not been as accurate. He's had seven touchdowns and nine interceptions. He does have a, a pretty good arm, just the accuracy hasn't been there this year. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a pretty tough year for them. Um, I'm sure expectations that they wanted to live up to, kind of coming into the season. Like you said, this is the last time we're going to play them before they make that transition over the whack. So I'm really kind of interested to see, you know, how this kind of ownership ends. You know, are they going to come in and, and you know do something that's not necessarily traditional to what they have been doing? Um, are they just going to come in and try to play their game? It seems like it's been working too well for them this past year. Um, who knows? You know, and I yeah. think it's, it's another opportunity for the Grizz, you know, to kind of, you know, come, come a little bit, you know, coming back to that stadium. Um, obviously, there's, there's a, I'm sure there's a little bit of nervousness. There's a little bit of a lot of pressure. And so I think just kind of I think it's going to ease everybody's tensions on that team and just kind of get to a point where, OK, we can win on the road and we can win at home and be OK. 
you know, so I think uh, kind of an addition to how this past week played out, just going to provide a sense of peace, be sitting pretty for playoff contention. Exactly, exactly. Getting those wins is 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 the most important thing. And so getting another win like this, uh, getting six and two in the league, um, you know, they've got some pretty good guys, you know, running back Karis Davis, 300 yards on the season. Um a lot of younger guys where they've kind of kind of went in and out. They've really tried to pass more than they've ran. And so, you know, they've got a couple wide receivers, wide receivers, Ethan uh, Bolingbroke, 454 yards on the season. And then Brandon Shanks, 337 yards. And then Frank Harris, 294 yards. They do try to air it out a little bit more, but have tried to have the running attack kind of be a, a focal point as well. Coming into this season, man, I don't know if you've checked some of the preseason. They had a lot of preseason, you know, awards for some of their players. And I just, I don't know, either they they saw something that wasn't there or maybe they had just a bad season, but it really hasn't come to fruition of of these guys kind of making that jump to that preseason accolade. Most definitely, man. And I think uh, we had a couple of last years. Um, maybe in the back of their mind, they're thinking, hey, you know what, this is our last year here in the big sky. So you know, maybe it's one of those things where those players are just kind of like, hey, you know what? I mean, if we win, great. If we don't win, you know, not the biggest, you know, deal breaker in the world. Um, as far as some yeah. of those players, like you said, man, I mean, on paper, they had some some good players. You know, they had a potential to really kind of come down and uh, really do some damage against a certain, certain number of teams. So I don't know if it's the play calling, the way that they scheme up against player, or it could just be that sometimes players get a bunch of hype around them, but that doesn't mean that they're always going to live up to them. You know, I mean, I've been around some players myself, um, and me being included in one. I mean, at a certain point, I regarded myself, you know, in a whole different light than it was when I finished off my career, you know. It's one yeah. of those things. It's just like, hey, you know, sometimes things happen, injuries happen um things change you know so that isn't always going to mean i mean you see that time and time again with players you know some players are uh, extremely proficient and they're consistent you know year after year after year but i mean there's guys that get to the league and they have one year of of really kind of showing out and you know being a potential threat and after that there's a slow decline you know and that's just the game of football you know people are built differently um some programs are fit to fit players um a little bit better than other programs. And I mean, what more, more prime example than a, a player like Lamar Jackson, you know, I mean, I, I think he, he's an absolutely great quarterback, but I think going to the Ravens and, you know, playing with Harbaugh, I think it really kind of put him in a position to really kind of excel um, his play to the next level, you know? And so I, I it's a combination of everything, man. It really is. And so is that to say that this is going to be an easy win? No, it's never going to be an easy no, win. You know, they're no. going to come out ready to play. And I said this time and time again, when teams come to Missoula to play, it's a different it's a different team that comes to play. You know, it's a different mm-hmm. type of effort, it's a different type of fire, it's a different type of rivalry. Because I, I truly regard every single game as a rivalry game because that's how everybody sees us, you know? Yeah. And that's just the, the, what it is. And so I'm, I'm excited to see how it kind of plays out, where it kind of goes, and, and, and really the expectations for this week is the same it's the same as last week you know i think that long game opening up that defense is going to be crucial to be able to score some points you know if they have yeah. that long game you know they have, have that run game if they have the run game they have that that play action play uh, play action they have the power the counters you know all those types of things in between so i'm really looking forward it looking forward to the offense kind of stepping up 
again this week. I know the defense is going to have a great week. I feel like that fire is yeah. kind of back right now. And so I think they're going to yep. be on a little bit of a hot streak these next couple of weeks. And, you know, once we get to playoffs, that it's going to be on a game-by-game basis. You know, but I do think that uh, they're kind of coming back into themselves. You know, they're getting some players back. Injuries are kind yep. of no longer lingering, and they're kind of a little bit more healthier and some. I think really the offense is going to be my focal point coming into this week. You know, I want another dominating performance. I'm hoping and praying that AJ's back. You know, but if he's not, yeah. I know those those, those six men's up are, are are going to be just as good being able to get the job done. Well, and if you look at you know our offense, you know they're going to be playing against a pretty good defense. You know, some good players. Let's just put it mm-hmm. at that. Like Kea Kahua Awanu Davis is their leading tackler. Hey, that was I a probably terrible. screwed that. That was a terrible. I mean, and I practice. I practice that name for like five or ten minutes. Like, okay, I gotta get this one right, man. Uh, <laughs> Shit, man, that's uh, funny. Thirty-five tackles, uh, three yeah. and a half sacks, one interception from his linebacker position. Um, mm-hmm. They've got another wide uh, linebacker, uh, Quade Murray, thirty-one tackles and one sack. Um, safety mm-hmm. AJ Stanley with thirty-four tackles. And then Francis Bellamy with 20 tackles and three sacks from his defensive line position. Um, so that they've got some guys. One guy that I don't know if you've seen this guy. I, I saw him on tape. They have a, a humongous, their offensive lineman. I, I think his name's Braxton Jones. Holy heck of a huge man that is. Oh, my goodness gracious. What's like, he sitting at? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to check it out because he is legitimately like you look at the line. I'm like, Oh, that's the big guy. That's a good guy. Holy hell. What in the heck? It looks like he just like ate a lineman and like, yeah. It, oh okay. You know what? I think I might've heard about him a couple of years back. I think he got some high school fame because he was like six, nine, 450 pounds or something like that. So if okay. I'm thinking of that same guy, I think if I'm not mistaken, I could have heard to the grapevine that he actually ended up going to Southern Utah. I mean, I may be going okay. crazy, but I, I heard that he had an opportunity. So if that's the guy that I'm thinking about, um, yeah, that guy's really big. He oh, wants. my goodness. Yeah. I'm looking right now at like what, what he would be, but I just saw him out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. He just like stuck out like big time. Uh-huh. Uh, let's uh-huh. see. Six seven three ten. That that's not that big. That yeah, that's not humongous. No, I know, I, a lot of guys on our line are bigger than that right now. Yeah, but man, he just looked. I don't know what like he just looked huge. Yeah. Um, some guys, man. But... It might not be the guy that I'm talking about because the guy that I'm talking about was for sure over four hundred pounds. Like they had to get him really? on a strict kind of like workout plan for him to lose a couple of weight. Some. Wow. Yeah. I know that I know that Portland State has a guy like that. Yeah, yeah. And I could like I said, I could I could be completely butchering and confusing that man, but like yeah, and I think they have a they, they have a pretty, you know, a pretty damn good center from what I recall. Yeah. I, I mean, yep. I don't know if he's still there, but from what I do recall from a couple of years back, I, I believe he was the same age as me. Um I don't, I don't know, he might have been a year younger. He might have been actually been a year younger, which leads me to believe that he kind of hit that COVID year. So, I mean, he may be here. He may be that sixth, seventh year kind of senior guy. But as far as I know, I mean, he was a, a, a pretty damn good player. And so, yeah. again, it's not going to be a rollover win. No game no. is like that. No. You know, no. do I do I think we have a shot of, of you know, kind of put, giving it to them? 100%, especially now that yeah. we're kind of slowly but surely 
you know, kind of coming back from injuries, those types of things. Um, and obviously coming off a big road win uh, against a rival, you know, it, it's huge. I mean, what that does to players' confidence is, is absolutely incredible. So I'm looking forward to kind of how they transition onto this week, you know, because, again, you know, I mean, we've seen it time and time again at Dixie State when, you know, it was one of those games that was like, okay, we should win, beat this game. Same thing with Sac State. Yeah, we should, yeah. you know, win this game. And then look yeah. what happened there. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things. I'm kind of curious to see how it kind of plays out and, you know, what we bring to the table, you know, what kind of formations are, are we going to get a little bit creative? You know, is it one of those games where we just stick to the script, you know? So it's kind of, you know, I, I said this time and time again, it's a chess. So I'm excited to see what kind of chess moves we make. Yeah, on any given Saturday, something can happen, man. Um, yep. You know, some of my keys of the game, you, you tell me if you think these are some good keys of the game, you know, continue to build off the offensive positives, uh, continue to to um, throw the long ball, take your shots down the field with the jet sweeps. Um, and then one of my things is, is continue to get healthy. We don't need any more injuries. You know, that's hard to kind of sustain or, or not, not get, but come away with no injuries and then kind of get that running back situation. You know, I, I think we've got juniors doing a, f- a phenomenal job of filling in. Um, but I just, I, I, I worry about getting another injury and then, you know, we're, we're, we're back to square one and, and, and hoping for another guy to step up and you just can't, you can't just, that, that, that's, can't consistently just keep on happening. You've got to have something there where you've got two backs, especially junior, where he hasn't had, you know, a FCS season. This is his first season. And we, we've got two freshmen back there and Levi, uh, Janicaro mm-hmm. and, and him. Um, I would hope that, you know, maybe we get a guy back or maybe we get, you know, Drew Turner in there and kind of get him some action um, being a bigger guy but just kind of getting our running back situation situated a little bit more. I just don't want anybody getting hurt, and then we're back at square one, you know? You bring up a good point. Obviously, you know, there's there's plenty of things that we can expect. Obviously, a good positive offensive output. Obviously, another dominating performance of our defense. Um, but realistically, the most important thing, especially now we're playing, we're heading to the second half of the season, you know, is staying healthy. I think staying healthy mm-hmm. is really going to put these guys in. And I think it's going to return determine how our playoffs look. You know, if we have, you know, 15 different guys, you know, across the board, you know, with majority of them being starters for having a, a critical role and just being part of the team, you know, out playoff contention, that's a whole different team. That's a whole different, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't know, man. So, I'm, like I said, health, being healthy, making sure that, that, that we take care of those injuries, you know, I think it's going to be the most important thing. You know, as far as anything else, the only thing that I'm expecting is a win, you know. And and that, that should be the expectation every yeah. week. That's what we signed up for when we came to this university. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be another confidence booster week for, for a lot of those guys. One question for you, because it was one part of my keys of the game too, is, you know, getting acquainted with that offensive line. Since we've had some injuries, you know, that was one of my things where I, I wanted them to get just acquainted with their jobs, with their roles, talking, because that has a that has a major role in that mm-hmm. offensive line with the plays that they say see, what kind of coverages they see, and stuff like that. So, um, do you think that it, that's a huge thing? Is is getting acquainted? Do you think they're already acquainted, or is this me just looking at something um, 
where I, I have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I think it's one of those things. And I, I've said this early on when we first started recording for the season, the, the work is done, you know, yeah. you're as comfortable, you're as acquainted, you're, you know, as you can possibly be. It's just little tweaks here and there, you know, okay. and, and those, those weeks where, you know, we didn't have the output that we wanted. It wasn't because the whole offense was just absolutely blown. It, it might've been a couple of things here and there, you know, a missed block, a missed assignment you know, a miscommunication. And I think those types of things you have to kind of learn how to do on the fly. Obviously you can train as much as you want and, 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 and how preaches that a lot, you know, in practices, Hey, talk to your opponent. I think I had mentioned this before. I used to make be yell, yell at me to play back, yep. you know, not because I, I didn't think he knew the play was because I needed to make sure that we were on the same page on the same level, because I know that previously in the past I've made those mistakes. You know, so I think um, I think that communication is key. And I think uh, I think they did a really good job this week. I mean, I don't know if you were if you can kind of hear those players on the field, but the communication was there, you know, kill, 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 you know, scoop, 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 you know, which are double team plays and those types of things. And so being able it kind of obviously obviously starts with the center, him setting him setting the ground play of where we're supposed to go, you know, obviously knowing the play as well, uh, being focused and then everything else is, is really kind of trust. You know, trust that, hey, your running back's going to make the right move. Your quarterback's going to make the right call. He's going to read the defense the right way. You know, it, it's it's collectively all comes together. And I think uh, – I don't think it, it, it's an emphasis of getting more acquainted with anybody. I think it's just emphasizing the importance of being able to communicate with each other and for each other and, get, and, and getting the job done. You know, because at exactly. the end of the day, I mean, one bad move on my end as an offensive line – could potentially result in somebody getting hurt. And that's the last thing that you want. You know, that's the last thing you want on your mind and your soul. And so, like I said, man, I think it's just uh, continue to trust the process and continue to be working on those little things, such as communication, playing out those fundamentals, you know, not making it too crazy, too much to understand and, you know, too much to the point where, it, you know, it kind of backfires on us. But just keeping it simple, going to work, getting our plays done and making sure that you take care of your assignment. because That's what it really starts with. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, before, you know, we get to, you know, predictions or anything like that, but we've got, you know, record books, you know, things that we've got to talk about here, man. We've got some oh, yeah. some players that are getting yeah, close, do. you know, Sammy and Cam, uh, 168 receptions, you know, that's seventh most. Uh, he's also got 2,369 yards, that's 10th mm-hmm. most. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's got 25 touchdowns, that's fifth most. And, and so we've got some time here where he, he could be getting up in those record books, creeping up in those record books and getting himself a little yeah. bit higher. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and he's surrounded with some Grizz greats too. I mean, yeah. that's the crazy part about it. I mean, there's still so much left, you know, of the season enough for him to, you know, really kind of shatter some of those records, you know? And exactly. so that the fact that um, the testament to his hard work has definitely paid off, man. I, I've, I've said this before. I mean, that, that guy's a workhorse. You know, the way he plays, the tenacity that he brings to the table, the expectation that he expects of, of himself, it's, it's pretty interesting because he expects of everybody else too. You know, when it's a bad day, you know, he knows that it starts with him, but it's a collective group effort to get the job done. And I think uh, I think truly, I mean, he he's, he's really got an after it, you know, as a player, as a person, and taking, you know, every opportunity that he can to be better better for for the team 
and for himself, for his family, for everybody and everything that he represents as a man. You know, and I think uh, I think that, that was so great to see. I mean, even even when I when he first came to the program, and obviously me being a little bit older than him, it was that same expectation. It was, hey, we got to pick it up. You know, this is not enough. It's not over. It hasn't even started. Let's go. You yeah. know, he always demands more. He expects more. And in turn, you know, that motivated me a little bit too. You know, it made me say, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, just because we're up X amount of points doesn't mean that the game's over. And not until the clock kicks zero, zero. You know. Yeah. So he inspired me a- as a player too. You know, and I know that he 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 does that for a lot of those players in that locker room. He's a positive influence. He's an asset to the community, man. And uh, I'm just looking forward to him. You know, having a successful collegiate career. You know, and making a run in the pros, man. I, he has a exactly. real shot of doing it, man. And I'm just I'm just so excited for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Our next guy, Robbie Houck, you know, he's got three and three tackles. That's the 11th most. Yeah. Uh, what, chasing what his, chasing heck, his huh? uncle, I think. So that's yeah. crazy. No, when I heard that stat, I was like, man, <laughs> kind of thinking back. Because obviously, uh, Robbie is extremely humble. You know, he doesn't, yeah. you know, post about himself or post his, you know, the accolades or those types of things that, you know, come with him just being a person, him being the player that he is, you know. But yeah. when I read that, I was like, holy shit, I guess you're right. Because Robbie's everywhere. There was always that yeah. ongoing joke that him being one of the smallest guys on the field, I mean, that <laughs> dude is everywhere, you know. Yeah. And so I think, you know, um, just thinking about him, man, I was like, damn, you're right. I mean, I could recall majority of the plays those last couple of years that I was there, man. Rock was, Rock was around it. You know, he was on the pile. You know, he was, you know, giving his whole body to some of these guys, man, and just, you know, knocking them on the asses, dude. And so, yeah. I mean, that just goes to show, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, the physical aspect of it. I mean, you can be the best damn player on that field regardless of size, regardless of weight, you know. You see him out on normally just out and about, you're like, like, man, for a football player, a Division One football player, that's a smaller guy, you know, but that heart doesn't speak to it, man. The way that he plays, the tenacity, you know, the ferocity that he brings to the table, man. I mean, again, high expectations of himself, man. High expectations, yeah. and he and he knows that he can be better, and he wants to be better, and he wants to be a leader too. And you see that time and time again while he's out on the field. He's a oh, chirpy, yeah. he's a chirpy dude, man. Which which early on, man, it annoyed everybody, man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody used to be all of. I mean, on the offensive side, man, because he'd just be talking and talking back there, man. But at the end of it all, man, it just made us all better. It made us want us to compete better, and I think. Uh, did a great job about bringing that that competitiveness to everybody you know mm-hmm. he wanted a piece of yours regardless regardless of the situation man and so congratulations to you robbie congratulations exactly. to you brother yeah really really awesome so you know you know last week you know we're, our predictions here man yeah what do we say we were off we we were you know we, we didn't do too bad you know you said uh 30 to 23 uh-huh I said twenty eight eighteen. Yeah, the disrespect on our end, man. That that, that we thought that their offenses were going to score over twenty three or twenty three points, at least on my end, eighteen on yours, man. <laughs> Goodness so, gracious, my I fault. Won't let it happen again. Exactly. I don't think. I don't think that that's a win for any of us. Um, yeah. We're we're not really too good at the predictions, are we? <laughs> no. No, in the moment we're like, yeah, we got this. We know. We oh know. yeah, we got this. No, yeah, hell no. Yeah. We're yeah. we're too far off. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think for this week? Oh man, I'm saying I'm gonna say forty-five ten. That's a really good number right there. Forty-five ten. Yeah. I was kind of thinking of that same row. Funny enough, I was thinking those exact same numbers. 
Are you serious? No, nah, I wasn't. No, <laughs> I was close though. I was close. I was close. Damn. Because I can definitely see if they get if they get rolling if they get rolling early oh, yeah. and kind of start off the game how they did last game, I could easily see that forty five number being super realistic, and that's probably even on the yeah. lower end too. You know. Well, and I think I think their defense is going to get some some sacks, some interceptions. Um, I think, I think so too. Quarter, so I think he's going to put I think their quarterback is going to be under a detest. So man, I'm going to go 49. 49-10. They were going to base it strictly on the offensive <laughs> output this week. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's go offense, baby. Yeah. I do have a couple questions for you. I guess, I guess for everybody out there yeah. listening. So earlier this week, did you see those concept helmets that, that were kind of put out? Dude, I, I, I was, that's uh, a, a guy that I follow and he actually hit us up on Twitter, um, mess, messaging us, seeing how we liked them and stuff. I told him, I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta take the Grizz yellow and you gotta put the bear on it. And also, so he you gave him the recommendation. I, I gave him the, you know, to, to, to do that, and he did Look it. At and you, it Adam. is Look legit. At you, brother. It is yeah. legit. So I, I guess, actually I even that's that's the real question for Grizz Nation out there. So he he, he put out three concept helmets. So yep. he pulled out an all maroon helmet with the gray face mask and the gray Grizz logo, which is pretty clean. And that's what we traditionally had a couple of years back. You know, when I yep. kind of first came into the program, he also uh, put out a 1995 Montana Grizzly, which is obviously, you know, that, that, that yellow color, you know, yep. that we had. And then he had, he had put that, uh, the Grizz logo on top of it. So it, it's definitely a, a lot more traditional output, but it looks yep. pretty damn good, you know? And then finally he threw a, a throwback one with the actual, you know, the old Monty on it, yep. you know? which I yeah. thought was pretty damn sweet. But I'm going to leave it up to you guys. You know, it's going to be one, two, three. I'm going to actually post a little clip about it, you know, here on our Instagram page. And I'm going to leave it up to you guys, you know, to really kind of decide which one you would prefer. Um, I think his Twitter handle is at Concepts Buffalo. The, dude, the dude's a wizard, man. I don't know how he got that to look so clean, but, I mean, it looks good. I think it's actually Thunder, if I'm right. Thunder. Well, his his like actual is Thunder Buffalo concepts, but his at is yeah. Concepts Buffalo. Okay, okay, yeah. I just wanted to make yeah. sure he we give yeah. him a shout so out because he he does amazing work. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I mean, it looked it looked it looked real 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 good. So I mean, yeah, man. I'm gonna leave it up to you guys to kind of decide what, what you guys like better. You know what you guys kind of thought about it and uh, kind of take it from there, man. But either way, uh, we got a game this week. It's exactly. back home. I'm looking forward to it, man. And uh. Just can't wait to be out there. I'm going to try to make it this week. No promises yet, but I'm going to try to. Off of the helmet thing, uh, Angel, I actually uh, sent that to up top and said, hey, oh, come on, guys. Let's yeah, let's get this logo on, on some shirts or something like that. Um, uh -huh. I don't think they can because of licensing and stuff like that. So hopefully we can get Who you knows, know the dude? university to let go of that licensing and get some get some a, a little bit. I'd pay for that shirt or that. Oh, that, that logo is so awesome. That that bear, dude. You know what? Monty. I actually, I, I, I've um, the the first time I heard about, or not heard about it, but the first time I, I got some up top gear was uh, Miles. He used to be a defensive lineman from California that came out here, but he ended up losing a lot of weight, so he had some clothes to give away, and he gave me his up top shirt. And I remember thinking, like, damn, these actually they fit really well. You know, yeah. on big guys, on small guys, they have, you know, kind of the, the tighter fit on the arms. So it makes you feel kind of buff, you know, those types of things. <laughs> but, man, shout out to Up Top. You guys are doing it the right way. You guys are coming out with some sick gear, man. Everybody exactly. really seems to be loving it, man. So shout out to you guys. 
Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got some football, and and hopefully yes, Angel gets to make that game. Um, I'm, yeah, I've got my ticket for for the cat game, so I'm coming up for that. So, so I, I got a real question. Did did you overpay for that ticket? Did I overpay? Uh huh. I did not pay 190 like some of them are right now. Isn't that, that crazy, dude? Holy cow! No, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, man, it's looking like that. I'm going to have to overpay, man. I can't find nothing out there. I'm excited for this week, my friend. I'm really, really excited. I am too. I am too. Great things happening. Mm -hmm. We're going to turn the corner and and great things for Grizz Nation. Support these guys, Grizz Nation. We can come out and uh, really support these guys. Um, Because this is the last home game for Grizz Cat. They've got two Mm -hmm. weeks on the road. So fill them up with love on their road trip. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let's get them rolling. Let's send them off on the right foot, y'all. You know, pack exactly. that stadium. Um, there's no reason not to be, you know, there this weekend. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited for it. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back on track. We we are back on track. And yeah, yeah. we got football coming soon, man. Let's go, Grizz. Fight on, baby. <laughs>